Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 406. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And I'm Ari Rockefeller. And as you can see, it's, it's just me and Ari tonight. And I just realized, in the, in the span of me doing my show prep and getting stuff ready, I forgot to get some show prep together. So, live radio, live stream, boys and girls. So, you know, hi. Uh, normally, it would be me, Ari, and um, Mako. But she's out sick with her... Uh, what do you call it? Um, allergies. Uh, Ichigo didn't respond, and my darling daughter, Wild Spice, is in the middle of the ocean on vacation. How she is able to go on these vacations, I will never know. I, I can't remember the last time I had a vacation, you know? Neither can I. Oh, God. I I'm just, just kind of... I can't believe I, sp I spent half the time prepping together and I forgot to get the other stuff ready. Well, I'm going to end up doing that as we freaking speak. But, um... I haven't even gotten all the advertising out, so it's, it's absolutely crazy here tonight, so... I mean, in between my light not working and having to make minor tweaks on the network, everything is thrown off, Okay. Yeah, we've come back from worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you notice, we didn't we didn't even kick it off until about 9.30, give or take. So, you know. And I don't know what's going on with Facebook. It's like... I try to share the podcast, like, the link to the show. And what usually happens, it gets reshared back to the fan page. That makes absolutely no sense. So, I, I, I don't know tonight, so... Ari, what's going on with you, buddy? Uh, well, we're going to... Well, I was going to say, as for how's your week and how's your day, but uh, it's been a bit of a development in my issues with my uh, garnishment. Good or bad? Somewhat good. All right. Like, oh, you want me to go over it now? Might as well. I mean, I mean, you've talked about it previously, so... Yeah, basically, I had actually, you know, called up the Social Security to ask them what the hell was wrong, and after waiting about 20 minutes on hold, mm -hmm. I got to talking to somebody, and it turns out that it was a Social Security payout made to my dad over 20 years ago, like 99, we're talking. Wait, 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 slow down. What? I had a very similar reaction to that. And I'm like, and it was, you know, all news to me because I had never heard anything from, you know, any kind of social security, any kind of, you know, you know, any kind of like a monetary uh, gain or at that point. My parents never said anything about that. So unless my mom's been keeping financial information from me for 20 years, which is totally within acceptable parameters knowing her. Mm. <clears throat> 
But nonetheless, I did not know about this until I called this called the Social Security person up, and they told me about it. So, you mean to tell me Social Security screwed up, and now they're making you pay for it? This is not the first time I've had to lose money because because someone in the government can't understand they can't differentiate junior from senior. Okay. But uh, after work yesterday, I went over to the nearest Social Security office and I got to sit down and talk to somebody about it. Mm-hmm. And we spent time, you know, you know, sending out forms, requests. For, uh, the former thing, the formal thing is. Request for waiver of overpayment recovery or charge and re- or change in repayment rate. Right. And I took down all my uh, expenses and you know revenue and all that stuff. And he and they're, they're sending it off with the main crux of it being I was never like that I was never told about this whatsoever. And also my dad's been dead for three years, so oh well, you can't get that money back now apparently. What do you mean you can't get that money back? I said they can't get that money oh, back. Oh, okay, I'm getting ready to say. Because, you know, I... I I'm, t- I'm honestly, addressing I, Social I, Security. I, You're not getting that money back. I mean, you want to talk to my dad? I got his remains up in a little box on my shelf. It's a little packet of dust about this big. Funny you should mention that. And I'll tell you in just a bit. But, yeah, we, we got all sent out and... uh. The woman I talked to it said that a it will probably take about thirty to sixty days for them to come to a decision, which fucking government. But it also said they're going to try and uh, get the garnishments to stop while they're contemplating this. Contempl- I couldn't stop it for this check, but the fact of the matter is, I'm making progress on this somehow. Wait, contemplating what exactly? I guess they have to process this request and uh, decide whether or not they're actually going to, you know, rescind this or not. That, no, you know, stop fucking taking money from me. You know, no, 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 okay. I, I, I say at this point, you, you, I, I, uh, go speak to a lawyer at, at, right about now. Yeah, that's probably going to be an, another move. Yeah, at least a social security lawyer. Explain to them what happened. Because the funny thing is, the running joke is, the government doesn't give a damn what your name is. You're just a number to them. Obviously, in this case, you're not. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus and crackers. I, I, I can't. I mean, I've, I've suddenly gone $800 in the hole because when I was away for a convention one weekend because... Mm-hmm. The bank took the mortgage payment from the wrong person. But did you get that money back? Eventually you did. It took most of the weekend. Okay. So, yeah, all I can do is just wait around and check my mail. You know. And, yeah, we'll we'll probably... You know, talk to a lawyer about this at some point. I mean, you know what? I I, t- I totally get that. Um, like, I remember, you know, I got a bill from Con Ed wanting money from me, and I was like, okay, y'all gotta understand something. I opened this on behalf of my mother. She is not part of the living, so I can't help you with that. 
It was either Kamadad or an old telephone bill. And I explained this. I was put down as like a backup or something like that. So since they couldn't find her, they decided to come after me. <sighs> but as you can see, they they didn't take any money, but they started, they sent me papers. I told them, uh, no. And they left me alone for the most part. I'm just like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, now the only thing is, that, can I afford to talk to a lawyer about this? Free consultations. And see about don't see about lawyers through through a union. You know, you might have something. You know, because mm. I, I know when I was at Microsoft, I I was paying for pre, I had prepaid lawyer fees. I was paying so I can make phone calls to get stuff done if it actually came down to it. So I'll have to keep that in mind then. That's why I pay union dues after all. I know. But with the but the alternative being just they just tell me to just shut up and take it. You know, I got to do something. Exactly. This is I, I I can't believe I have I have to share it this way. So hopefully, yeah. let's see if it'll work. I think it does. It's either the plugin I'm this Facebook purity or it's just Facebook acting dumb tarted. I don't know. So I shared it to two. I share that we're live on two Facebook groups. So. We're hoping for the best tonight. <laughs> oh. All right. So, well, m my weekend day ha has been quite interesting, to say the least. Now, as, as I've mentioned before, I don't really talk about my job on here because, number one, it's unless you're on my personal Facebook, it's not really anybody's business of what I do. But you know the gist of what I do, and I like to leave it at that. But there has been some good things happening. Well, the company that I work for, they have an opening for a technical position that a lot of businesses are doing now, which is called a geek bar or a tech bar. Basically, when you have issues with tech issues, you either call the number or go to the the tech IT floor office or something like that, and it's just a big old mess. So what they want to do is create like a tech bar, sort of like what Microsoft has, what Best Buy has with Geek Squad, what Apple has with the Genius Bar. So there's a position for that, and I'm vying for it, and tomorrow is the first step of many interviews if I if I pass the first one. So, so I'm kind of hoping for that. So I'm hoping that I do get this position because... Because I have the experience that of working at a tech bar, you know, so I, I know something, so I, I have a pretty good idea of of what to do. So, uh, other than that, uh, I, I've worked on some con um, on uh, convention photos. I have a Sailor Venus photo shoot that should be going up later this week or next week. Um, this was an impromptu shoot that I did, but I'm planning to do another one with her. And a couple of others. So that's going to be fun. That'll probably happen this summer. And in doing so, 
I will have, I'm going to get some of my older photo shoots back up online, and that will be fun. So, you know. Oh, okay. Housekeeping news. Um, let's try that again. Housekeeping news. All right, so for the record, um, Orange Lodge Radio will be off on Memorial Day weekend. I believe my Blackwell show will be on Vogue. Uh, most likely, we will be here on Vogue. Um, will I be on here um, eating ribs or cooking them? You'll have to tune in and find out about that. Uh, and that's basically is it. Uh, since we're a, a Tuesday show, we really don't take time off unless a holiday falls upon that, like Christmas. And even then, if y'all been around long enough, we have been here on Christmas. So, mm-hmm. mm. I think we're gonna need some Christmas, um, Christmas background warp for the show or something like that. That's gonna be kind of fun. Uh, uh, let's see what else is going on. That's basically has been it. So for our weekend day. Um, and for the record, um, if, um, by, by some f fluke of fate that Ichigo shows up, we will be dragging her into the show tonight. So that'll be also doubly fun. But, um, yeah. Now, this part of the show is called Weekly Nerd Swag. Basically, it used to be the weekly shirt or plush, but what we do is every week we show off something cool and nerdy that's part of our collection that kind of describes who we are. So, I'm moving the mic over because I think it works better for me that way. But, um, yeah. All right. So, my weekly uh, nerd swag is, again, is a t-shirt. This awesome Ronma one-half uh, t-shirt. Um, let me give you a nice little look view of it. Pretty awesome, huh? Um, my friend Mia found this for me um, online, like, last year or year before last. And it was through, like, an international site that was selling shirts. So I'm like, it's it's coming from Europe. There's no way I'm going to find this shirt. So I did a Google image shirt, and I found a site, one of the t-shirt shop sites here, and found the shirt, and here we are, so... Um, I had to get a special, you know, I didn't get the typical color white shirt because I wanted it in this color, so I paid a little bit extra for it. And I figured this shirt kind of is apropos given the odd weather we're having here in Brooklyn, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Ari, what about your shirt? Uh, this is a an, another uh, Pokemon shirt this time referencing, uh, you know, it. Your uh, James Bond style opening with the mm -hmm. uh, gun barrel being painted Pokeball colors. This was seven. It says seven eighteen on it. You know, it's a double seven. I think the uh, seven eighteen was a uh, generation six. The amount of Pokemon they had. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Oh. And I'm kind of upset because I didn't actually see Detective Pikachu this weekend because I was you know busy with other stuff and just got completely wiped out. Yeah, I kept forgetting. I, I honestly, I do want to see Detective Pikachu. I've been checking times for John Wick three because I have a coupon to see the movie. And I want to see that. I want to see it in four DX. So I might still end up doing that. There's like an eight o'clock showing on Friday. But the thing is, it's just getting a seat. That's the thing that kind of 
like threw me off. I'm just like, I don't know. So, mm-hmm. but now that they're kind of cracking out OT at work now, so it's like I could probably make it easier for me to catch a seven o'clock show or something like that. So you know. All right. So speaking of Detective Pikachu, uh, Ari, tell us about how this movie was the best opening weekend ever for video games. Let's see. Box Office Mojo reports that Detective, P- talking about Detective Pikachu, earned 54 million in its opening weekend in the U.S., the highest U.S. opening weekend box office for any film adaptation of a video game, topping Lara Croft's Tomb Raider. Uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider's 47.7 million in 2001. That's already the 11th highest grossing video game film in the U.S. so far. A variety. Also reported, Detective Pikachu earned an estimated 103 million outside the U.S., mm. slightly higher than Avengers Endgame overseas, just at 102. Uh, Detective Pikachu would help top the film International Weeks at the International Weekend box office. At the actual total was reported on Monday, match the estimates. Its total includes 40.8 million in China, 6.6 in the U.K., 5 million in Germany, and about 5 million in Mexico. And it was ranked number two behind Endgame, which earned like 63 million or so. Uh, between the, the domestic and foreign box offices, Detective Pikachu has earned a combined total of 167 million. And 2016's Warcraft is still the highest grossing video game film worldwide with 433 million. That, that, there was no rhyme or reason for to do a damn Warcraft movie. That movie was atrocious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it uh, had a production budget of 150 million too, so... Mm-hmm. Objectively, they made their money back, but you know they're going to pull in a lot more after that. Yeah. Now, I, I, maybe it's just me being stubborn. I don't believe Warcraft pulled that much money. I call bullshit. But that, that's just me being stubborn. But I, to be I, fair, I don't know a single person who saw it either. I know one person because she's a diehard Warcraft fan. I'm just like, okay, go you you go do you. Yeah, I, it didn't. If it was so good, where's the sequel? So you know, hey. But. <laughs> Now, I saw this. Somebody had mentioned that this was the greatest video game adaptation movie current, you know, that came out. And I was like, uh, you forgot about Mortal Kombat. And the response... It was so good, it actually changed and expanded the lore of the video game itself. Yup. And the response was, it was good for its time. Excuse you. It still holds up, I yeah. think. Mortal Kombat still holds up to this day. I don't care what anybody thinks. It still does. And if you watch the credits for the movie, there were codes for Mortal Kombat 3 to play in the arcade. So that, I thought that was pretty damn awesome. Now, we don't talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation because that was god-awful. But yeah. the Mortal Kombat cartoon and live-action show on TNT were damn good. So... And the comic was pretty awesome, and I have the I had the entire run of that. So I'm well, there's several that. comics that they're making. No, I'm talking like about one, like I'm talking a about bunch the, of them are uh, tie-ins like in between the games. No, intercourse. I'm talking about the original run. I think Dark Horse had done like back in the '90s. That I'm talking mm. about. Still, that, the ones the intercourse between uh, nine and ten and ten and eleven have some. Uh, Good comics. I should probably get a hand, my hands on. Oh yeah, you know. All right, let's see what we got next here. Um, 
Now speaking, you uh, want to you want to take this uh, one about the Pikachu movie? Yeah, we might. Stick. You know, we might just go back and forth. You know, or just bounce back mm-hmm. and forth. See now, he, now, as we were talking about the uh, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu movie, it got leaked onto YouTube, and people started turning heads in regards to it. So. I just think it was one of the best things I have ever seen on YouTube in a very long time. Long story short, if you YouTube Pokemon Detective Pikachu, it's going to take you to this video where it looks like it's starting up into the movie, but it's basically 90 minutes of Pikachu dancing to 80s montage music. And I think it's one of the best things on Facebook I have ever seen. Mostly because of the uh, character model for Detective Pikachu is just so goddamn adorable. Well, that too. Now, the thing is, I mean, if you're watching it, you'll see Ryan Reynolds' name, like, in the background of the film. So that should have been, like, the first clue of, like, what? The official response from the Detective Pikachu movie Twitter account was, oops. <laughs> No caps either, just oops. <laughs> as and as it says here in the article, the Detective Pikachu marketing team just pulled off arguably the greatest bait and switch troll job in recent memory and went to the trouble of creating a new piece of animation to do it. I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And when it when I think it hit like four million views in one day. That's cool. Um, I'm going to actually open it up, the video, and I'm going to check the numbers real quick. Yeah, just so you know, this video has been up for about a a week. And it's over 18 million views. That's almost, that's like about two and a half, two and a half million views a day. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they came for the trolling and stay for the cute dancing. Come for the trolling, stay for the meal. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be a short show tonight, so. Oh, but we have so many tangents we can go down. Well,. Not too, too many tangents now. We, we, you know, we can't, like, bore them all to death. <sighs> I mean, shall we move on? Yeah. Go for it. Yep. Let's see. Jason Page, a singer of the original English Pokemon theme, <clears throat> released his own official theme for the live action Pokemon Detective Pikachu film on his YouTube channel on April 18th. The song titled. It'll always be you. Hmm. Let's see. The unofficial Detective Pikachu theme echoes the inspirational, lyrical, and musical energy of the OG theme. <clears throat> the video music opens with the singer having an extended one-way conversation with an animated Pikachu doll before launching into an energetic rock song played on a Pokemon-themed electric guitar. <clears throat> now, uh, I have pretty much negative hype for the original English opening theme at this point, but 
This rendition fucking gave me chills listening to. I didn't even hear it yet, so. You, could, you got the link to it, right? Yeah, I, you know, um. I'll uh, put it in the that? chat so everyone else can follow along as well. Yeah, you do that. And for some reason, my camera just decided to just give the middle finger. Why, Shit. thank you. You're still coming in clear on my end. Oh, there we go. Here we go. All right. That you know what happened? Um, we might be getting an Ichigo tonight, so. And I think when I messaged her, it just knocked my screen into utter whack. So. Oh goody! This will be fun. Well, I mean, it won't be really be a guy's night after all. <laughs> and I could go back to the original title of the episode if I. Re if I remember what it is, which I actually do, so. Yeah, hi, so once Ichigo. I got into that chain reaction of uh, figuring out that they were changing shit for the English dub and then figuring out what, what it was in Japanese and who the voice actors were and who voiced Ash and what else she did. And I'm like, what is Jam Project? Click. Ah! <laughs> You know, and it happened like that. <laughs> See, so, in, a, uh, in a way, next one's, no, huh? in a way, this reminds me of you know, um, I can't remember the singer's name. Um, you got the touch, Stan Bush. Thank you, Stan Bush. He actually did a song, like like a song for the first Transformers. We called Transformers. It kind of felt like him singing uh, You Got the Touch, but it was a different set of lyrics, but it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Ichigo wants to join us tonight. Come on, you know you want to. Yes, join us. <sighs> All right, um... Alright, let's get talk about our next topic here. Um, Madoka tops poll for best Heisei Yuri. I, I, I didn't even know that was uh, that was a thing. I don't even know what Heisei Yuri means. Heisei is the a is the error that just oh right 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 that and you know what Yuri is so yeah mm-hmm. So there was a ranking done uh, back on April twenty. Uh, back there was a ranking done between February 9th and the twenty third, and the top and they released and the rankings were released on April twenty seventh. Uh, this was about over two thousand votes, and number one turned out to be Madoka Magica. And I'm going to run through this list. Because I question a couple of these. Maybe because I haven't watched the manga. I mean, read the manga. But, here we go. Number two, Utena. Three, Maria Watches Over Us. Four, Is the Order a Rabbit? Five, Yuru Yuri, Happy Go Lily. Six, Bloom Into You. Seven, Girls on the Panzer. That was seven. I feel like that should have been higher. Mm. Eight, Kake Gurui. Nine, Happy Sugar Life. Ten, 
A certain scientific railgun. 11. That should have been higher, too. 11. Love Lab. 12. Miss Koizumi Loves Ramen Noodles. 13. Sound Euphonium. 14. Sakura Trick. 15. Icot Friends. 16. Fate Kaylid Liner Prisma Ilya. 17. Saki. 18. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. 19. Kinmoza, Kinryo, and Mosaic. And 20. Citrus. Alright, I question um, Kakegarui being on there because I never saw that as such. I never did. And if Sound Euphonium is going to be on there, Love Life should have made that list. I'm sorry. Love Life should have made that list. I, I, well, I wonder if there's a, a, a top 20 Yaoi list. I will let Mako-chan look for that. Wouldn't be surprised if there was. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Right, so Ichigo said she was getting her headphones. Okay. Has she, has she uh, contacted you to get in here yet? Not yet, but the thing is, the way the group chat is set, so as soon as she jumps onto Skype, It'll. She should be able to come right in, and then I can just make her appear right, right, right into the chat window. Maybe she'll scream out "surprise, motherfuckers!" and when she does, ah, <laughs> uh, wouldn't put that past her either. Mako definitely would. Well, yeah, but that's Mako. That's Mako <laughs> in a nutshell. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, high-end Proplica, uh, pro, uh, Proplica brand. Proplica. Creates, Proplica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creates Chibi Moon's Transformation Compact. Let's see. See how Chibi Moon's trans- Transformation Compact is getting a high-end Proplica treatment from Bandai. Fans of the Pine Sides Guardian practice their Moon Crisis makeup with accompanying transformation music. And uh, you can see here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Compact is one to one scale and is currently up for pre order for 8,800 yen. 80 bucks. <whistles> Orders are expected to ship in December. The compact includes recordings by Chibius' voice actors K. Araki and Helios' voice actor Taiki Matsuno in the TV size version of the ending theme Otashi Taki ni Naruto Kute. And there's a little YouTube embed showing it in action. Mm. They've also made uh, the Cosmic Heart, Cosmic Heart Compact, uh, the Rainbow Moon Chalice, Spiral Heart Moon Rod, Kaleidos Moon Scope, Crystal Star Compact, Cute Moon Rod, and the Moon Stick. And they've also done stuff for Yu-Gi-Oh! Psychopaths and Phantom Thief Gene. I think that's John. John. Yeah. I can only imagine what they did for Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, I think, a big, I a think... big resin millennium puzzle. If not that, uh, I think they actually put out like the disc. Dual disc. The dual disc. And of course, as you call for a magical girl with your Proplica article, I appear. Actually, no, you didn't appear. I did, but I wanted to wait until Ari finished the article so that I wasn't interrupted. <laughs> yeah, I totally had a really bad insomnia day, guys. I literally am. I can barely okay. hear you. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can fix my mic then. And we can't see you either. Well, video is going to be off because I am not human right now. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so. So I guess in that case, we have to find an anime image, you know, to represent you. What would you like today? Let's go with Shampoo from Round 1 Half. Oh, okay. If you have anything fun. <laughs> and it won't get us thrown off the uh, Twitch. True. Uh, cut me some kind of slack here, people. <sighs> I mean, I'm not that bad. I really ain't. But I am finding some good high-resolution photos. How's my audio now, guys? It's good. Okay. I just need to be very close to my microphone. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, Anime Jam Session. Um, <laughs> well, while I prepare you for to be on the show, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? How you been? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> my brain would not shut off today. And so I definitely went to bed at, like, super late. Um, insomnia is a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's been good. Uh, I've just been working. And what happens is I tend to work overnights when I do a lot of my job. So that's what happens. And then I stay up all day the following day. And then, uh, yeah, and then I'm an insomniac mess. Um, but, yeah, it, it's been good. Otherwise, I've just been sewing. Because, literally, that's, that's what I need to do to live. So... So, yeah, it's fine. It's all good. It'll get sorted eventually. I have a lot of conventions coming up, so that's really what I'm preparing for. That's pretty much my weekend day. Okay. You guys get, I guess, smixy anime woke up Ichigo voice because, yeah, I literally it's just woke more, up. It's more sultry than anything else. <laughs> You sound yeah. better than I do when I wake up in the morning. Mm. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so thanks for having me back, guys. I'm just very sleepy. Shampoo and took a little cat nap and woke up. Oh goodness. But yeah. I've done that before where I like, I'm just going to lay down for a little bit. And six hours later, I'm like, <laughs> No, yeah, it's like a mind. It's like it sucks you in and then you're just like, you can't never, never wake up again. But yeah. So. See, I haven't had that problem in a very long time. It, 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 it usually it's me, like, after I've settled down and done whatever I had to do, I'm just sitting here watching anime or whatever, I pass out in, like, spurts of 10 to 15 minutes, and I have to rewind what I missed so I can keep, keep going, which in turn messes up with my sleep pattern. And what I hate the most is that waking up, like, an hour, an hour and a half before my alarm... Because I have to go to the bathroom, and then I get a little hungry, and I, like, I will nibble on something and then go right back to bed, and then wake up and just feeling like, you know. Yeah, that's no, that's exactly my life. Uh, yeah, I've had insomnia for a very long time. Um, but yeah, it's you know, chronic pain sufferers everywhere, chronic insomniacs everywhere. I send you my love. Um, but yeah, I, so I, what... I hear you can smoke something to help that helps with that. I, I know a lot of people have different things. It's, you know, life is life is tough. I, I've done a lot of stuff, unfortunately. I sometimes get a lot of the side effects, so it sucks, but that's life. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, 
I melatonin. That's my sleep help of choice, but it can cause allergen allergies, and it can also cause people to have really bad reactions. So you have to be very careful. Um, but yeah, so we talked about uh, the new Sailor Moon Paprika. I'm really excited for that, to be honest. I um, I really, really, really like Chibi Chibi was my first Sailor Moon official Sailor Moon costume. So I you do need love to find reading. pictures of that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that they come out with Chibi Chibi stuff, but I know she's kind of like it's later, later in the series. I mean, so. well, they did announce the cast list for stars. I believe Stephanie Shea is doing the voice of Chibi Chibi. And I'm just like, wait, yeah. isn't she the voice of Usagi? No, no, wait, that's Christina V. Yeah, that's Christina V. Um, I, I thought Stephanie Shea was already on, already was already a character in Sailor Moon, so. Oh, and and Theo in in the chat is sending his 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 hope that I sleep well eventually. We all sleep well after we're dead, so mm. you know, there's that. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I thank you, thank you though. Um, but yeah, I I'm really excited for more of the Proplicas, to be honest, because they comparatively to the Bandai, which back in their era were like a high tech thing. I I love them all. Um. But I'm really excited to see all the new stuff Proplica comes out with. So, yay! See, I am hoping that that they do Proplicas of the of the Inner Senshi's wands. That's what that's why I'm kind of hoping that they do. They 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 have some of them, and others they have as um, Gachapon. Mm. So it just depends on where you're looking. Um, I have Sailor Jupiter's, and I mm. have. Uh, I have Sailor Jupiter's because, of course, I cosplay her. But I know yeah. where to get more. I mean, I have. You gonna of... drop uh, eighty bucks on the new compact? Uh, no, I already spent ninety dollars on um Sailor Moon's compact, so uh, we're gonna um try and not do that. <laughs> gotcha. And not make my wallet cry more because um there are so many collaborations coming out for Sailor Moon in general and. Ugh, Mama needs a, a new lease on life. I don't know. Like, there's just so much stuff coming out that's so cute and so adorable that, like, is collectible. But I, I you have to pick and choose or else you go broke. You know? That's fandom. But, yeah, uh, did you want me to take the next article, Ramla? Before you do, I just want to uh -huh. say I also have, like, Venus's transformation wand on my display case. You know, and I would, I would buy like a proplica of that because I would, I, I throw money, I throw money down on that. But well, it's yeah. still we... like a transformation pen. It's an actual transformation thing and not a pen. No, I have that, and I also have this. I oh, the have, old one. Yeah, the actual wand. It looks like the pen, and I actually have the full set thanks to my friend Diego. Um. When he went to Japan, he got me the full set, which is in my closet because I don't I really have a place to put it on display. So, but um... still remember like seeing this uh, this video of, that's a you know comic dub of Venus telling bad puns. I love that. It's like, like we gotta get these into the game machine before it opens. Like, you know, this is very hard. I do not have thumbs. <laughs> I always said I want to go to a Sailor Moon shoot. As a cantankerous Artemis, I have my hair is disheveled. I I, I have a white robe and white uh, sa sandals, 
I just have this coffee mug that said this is Artemis on it. Or like done with your something. Done with oh, your thank you for not being shit. quirky. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I want so I want to do that. Like Cantankerous Artemis. That's what I want. That'd be cute. I, I really, at one point, like, obviously with, like, my hair color that I have right now, I'm like, I'm just prepping to do Luna. It just has to grow. Mm. Or Diana. Like, I'm just prepping for, like, random female cat from Sailor Moon. Like, that's just... It, cosplay prep. Growing your hair and dyeing it weird. You gonna be Diana? Uh, I like Diana. She's adorable. Well, well, MJ said she wants to do full Luna, so... I will do mm. Artemis, and I have another friend who wants to be Diana, so why not, you know? I mean, heck, to me, it's if there's more than one at a photo shoot, then that's just more love for the character. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, you 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 send love See, and but, and you but, take pictures. But Ichigo, Ichigo, yeah. I I know you. You're going to do fashionista Diana. I know you. <laughs> I do. I'm actually. I have no flutter Diana in the works. See? I know that that's that's something that uh, that I've been working on for a little while. But yeah. You also need to do Rarity from MLP, but you know. I did that one already. I just have to do her more. And there's a few fan art of her I, I really like. I don't remember like. seeing that. I did it at Dragon Con. That's why. I had um her, uh, like, 50s, 1950s uh, poodle skirt that I did for her. You need, to, at... you, you need to show me a picture of that later. But before we sure. get into the next article, Itchy, I want you to go back to the last one and take a look at that. I just want to know your quick thoughts on that. Of the article before the Proplica? Yes. Yeah, I posted it in the chat. If you haven't gotten the outline yet, well, no, uh, she, she... oh, oh, the 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 list of Yuris. Yes. Okay, so um, I I and I did hear your comment about there being a list of Yaoi. Like, a, there's it's not a secret club. There is. <laughs> um, I like I knew about Yaoi fans before I even knew like that Yuri existed. Even though like it's it's like it, it just makes common sense that if one exists, there must be the other. You know, it's like internet rules. Um, I I would say it's. It's one of the best. Um, it's a little, like, that's the thing with a lot of Yaoi and Yuri and manga, though, is it's it's more like not what you would imagine, like, those things to be. Like, many would consider Yuri on Ice a Yaoi, which is not what we expected. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not completely obvious. It's more of like a romance than it is a thing you know it you go back to the list back to the list mm-hmm. um but yeah, i mean to me the madoka being the top one i i i think it i think it works um or revolutionary girl utena yep maria watches over us yep i haven't seen as the order of rabbit but i've heard good things about it i'm just surprised that yuri kuma arashi isn't until i i, I forgot about that huh i forgot about that one yeah, because Yuri Kumarashi was one of the um, ones I really, really enjoyed. Obviously, I cosplayed from it, so there's that. But yeah, um, Girls und Panzer, yeah, Kakagurui, yeah. Most of these look like they are the ones that are just kind of like, they're soft Yuri. Like, to me, this is soft Yuri. Or like, the way that it's presented is much more like romantic. It's not so much the the other side of the relationships and stuff. So I think, I think it's a pretty good list. Um, actually like Ari posted in the chat. So if you want to see a bunch of really great, like to me, a lot more of these are like girlfriend, friend, romance relationships. Yeah. Like they're, they're feels, they're full of good feels. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I question yeah. Kakegurui being on there, you know? 
Well, Kakiguruya has a lot of that. It's just a little bit more, um, it does have a little bit more of the sexuality thing. Not, I, I guess, unless they toned it down from the manga, I just didn't see it. I just thought it was just character placement, you know, no, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, if you, it depends on how far you go into Kakigurui, but in a lot of the relationships between characters, it is a lot of, um, I, I, I don't know, like, not female em- empowerment, but, like, there's there's a lot of females supporting females and appreciating them and stuff, so, like, and then, of course, like, the, the tensions between people who are fighting and all that other stuff. So, yeah. I think it's adorable. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, I mean, if you go in with that list, where's my love life, damn it? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the time, Idol, it, it becomes its own blend of of crazy. Right. And it... <laughs> uh, no, no, it's they, not, no, 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 it's not that. I'm just saying... With some of the tiles on there, like Kakiguru, if they're going with that picture, with that stretch, just drop Love Live in there. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could, but but again, Idol Idol to me versus other categories tends to be a pretty standalone one. Where if it's an Idol anime, it's gonna pretty much be that, and there may be other characteristics to it, but it's gonna be standalone, kind of just an Idol anime. And and there may be like really great storylines and stuff to it and it may relate to other stuff but most of the time if they're putting something in a category they're not going to use idol anime also because i'm sure that um while you may agree that there are some versions of love live that are very yuri based a lot of the fandom might be um a little voracious about that oh trust me i i'm i'm in that fandom believe you me (laughs) believe you so i'm sure that that's why they they abated not to like they they relegated not to like choose any idol enemy for that list mm. but but yeah um all right so we want to move on to hello kitty's yes. uh grand mm-hmm. awesome go yes. for it hello kitty one of my favorite fandoms one of my favorite things that are full of stuffed animals and adorable things this year sanrio's character grand prix contest is utilizing not only web votes but participants can also submit their votes in store locations and even the TikTok app for those for those of you youngins. The result is a huge turnout. Over seven million mascot fans have cast their vote since the poll opened last month, and Sanrio announced the interim results on May sixth, and despite only coming in fourth last year, Hello Kitty is currently leading the pack. She's followed by Cinnamon Roll and Pom Pom Putin in second and third. My Melody, Puchako. Little Twin Stars, Kuromi, Guretama, Yoshi Kitty, and Tuxedo Sam round out the top ten. Interestingly enough, though, Sanrio is also providing the favorite picks from overseas voters. Taiwan's Good. first choice is Pom Pom Purin, Chinese, China's is Yoshi Kitty, and Hong Kong's is Pecky. Last year's winner was Cinnamon, the dog's second time in the top spot, followed by Pom Pom Purin and ex-Japan stand-in mascot Yoshi Kitty. Hello Kitty herself came in fourth, followed by My Melody, Pochako, Little Twin Stars, Guritama, Shobai Rock, if any of you who didn't know Shobai Rock mm-hmm. in Samrio, and Kuromi. Samrio will I announce actually, the... I actually liked Shobai Rock. I just actually need to finish it. I thought it was really, really cute. I haven't watched the whole series, but I did like the character design. And I know there's like a so shonen Hello Kitty anime or something like that where they're all humanized or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they're just super adorable, like humanized versions of characters. It's adorable. It's so cute. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what this uh, pink, this drummer in the pink is. What she's animal she's trying to be? She's a sheep or a ram. Um, oh. 
Sanrio will announce the final results on June 4th at the Sanrio Puroland theme park. So if you're, I guess, going to be in Japan in June, then check out Sanrio Puroland. And not just for these votes, but also for tons of cute, adorable things and experiences. Uh, and, and Dark Tetsuya said, I don't know, has Hello Kitty ever lost one of these? Yes, uh, Hello Kitty, mm. well, she is one of the, uh, I guess, like, flagship characters of the brand. She she doesn't always win. She's not always the favorite uh, for a lot of people. She's not my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> no shade, Hello Kitty, don't come for me. Um, <laughs> at night in a parking lot in your, your ninja outfit, because I know you have one of those. Um, but you gotta uh, break your knees with a pink baseball bat. Exactly, like flipping Yankee version of of Yakuza Hello Kitty over here. But uh, but yeah, so like Hello Yakuza. Um, hello, hello Yakuza. <laughs> I'm sure that that's a thing. I I would not lie. Um, I'm sure there's a fan art anywhere. What is it? Uh, rule something forty. Is it forty two? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with Hello Kitty. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. And what? Theo says, Theo and Chad is saying, just for that, cats will fight at night and keep you up. That's all right. I'm up until, like, days. I'm up for days, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, yes, I I would say, who are your favorite Sanrio characters, guys? Hmm. I don't... Um... I, I've never really had one per se, but if I had to pick one, it'd be Bats Maru because he's because yes. can, he's cantankerous like me. <laughs> and Ari? I don't know. Maybe Hello Kitty because like she's one of the few ones I'm familiar with. Okay, I uh, I enjoy cinnamon roll. I also enjoy Theo in the chat saying kettle pee, kettle pee, uh, kettle kettle. Here's another one I kind of know. And then um, Batsmaru is, I think, my favorite little boy win. And then um, I think Patty's is probably Kiromi, but she can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and then, oh uh, yeah, for me, I yeah, I I like I like Batsmaru. I've always kind of liked Batsmaru and Chaco Cat and like the OG uh, versions of the Hello Kitty characters. And. Sorry, I'm like hearing noises behind me, hoping I don't die. All right, but yeah, um, no, that's literally how it is in my house. It's oh like, God, your house is haunted. Yes, it is now, and I have Hinata hair, so maybe I'm in that. Um, hello, um, in that uh, anime hell AMV. Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's so, a name I haven't heard in a long time. It, oh my gosh, I miss the the days of great AMV. Look, like I look, I still download the new ones that come out every year. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I still I remember just... my mind being blown by tainted donuts. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, and I still have my oh, Trigun is one of my favorite anime guys. So like <laughs> that oh, it makes my heart happy. I just love Trigun. Love All and right. peace. Love and peace. My name is Valentinez, Alcanella, Defox, Shishabhara, Scumbi Gobella, Blue Stradivari, Talon Treadpair, Andre Chartenhimo, Venavici, Baldur's George, Toyser, Kaiser the Third. Don't hesitate to call. God damn. <laughs> Calling out Bash of Stampede's name, but my memory. <laughs> I can also do the Dragon Slave. I'm really fun at parties. 
No, no, I no. You have corner. to, you have to, you have to summon your inner Lena and record yourself doing the Dragon Slave so I can show it to my friend Lisa. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'll have to do it for you when I have a good, a better voice for it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not being now, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, we'll definitely. I would love to. I would love to. Um, and yeah, do it from memory. Yeah, I, that's just the weird stuff. You know, when you role play online, you just remember stuff. That's just what happens. So, mm. but yeah, um, yeah. So Hello Kitty, exciting. Um, the the woman, the mystery. How is she not a cat? I think she's a cat. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess the next thing is Sonic. Yeah. Uh, co-creators are expressing some stuff for some other. I people. want the one after this one. All I right. definitely want that one. All right, you can take that one. Just taking the next one. Oh, you're taking the one after that? So yeah. I will take this one then. Go for it. Alrighty. Sonic co-creators express gratitude to fans, but live action film team could be in a tough spot. Ooh, I know you guys in the chat uh, have heard a lot about what's been going through with uh, Sonic <laughs> the uh, hedgehog question mark with his human teeth that cause nightmares. Um, but it's been a it's been a rough week for the guy. Uh, Paramount Pictures stood firm against fans' concerns regarding Sonic the Hedgehog's design far back in December, but the film company finally faced the music after the film's full trailer was ridiculed across the internet. That internet hate, y'all. Oh. Weaponized, weaponized internet hate. Um, an early leak of the design shocked Sonic team head and game programmer Yuji Naka, and he expressed concern that it could even damage the video game's brand. Oh, dang. <laughs> that is like rejection by senpai friends. Um, yeah, like this is what's doing the Sonic brand a disservice. All right, now, now, what was interesting is that I had heard that Paramount Pictures was like telling them, you know, uh, was actually on the side of the fans. That's what I had originally heard. But I guess not, because it, it looks like it, 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 it's sort of like this. Here's the design for Sonic, uh, Sega. Um, I don't think that's going to work creator trust me paramount pictures we like this sega i don't think it's gonna work paramount pictures and the creator trust me it goes out like the fans was, want their heads on a silver platter yeah i was saying i think that this ended up being a case of like they had to like prove the prove the idea of it and uh, to me i'm just like I was telling someone on mm -hmm. uh, Facebook the other day, I was like, why don't they just use the something more similar to the design of what was in the Wreck-It Ralph movie? Mm. But I know that that's, I know they're different franchises of animation houses. Well, we'll, but we'll get just, into that in a sec. But, but yeah, the, 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 the Sonic yeah. co-creators. Um, yeah. Director Jeff Fowler promised the design will change before the film's release on November 8th. So animators better get animating. Um, Naka and Sonic's original character designer and now so Oshima responded to news on Twitter and Oshima wrote on May 2nd that Sonic has taken many forms over the year but he, and he's and and he's loved in all of them but after watching the trailer he's worried <laughs> I'm sorry that's just really that's really harsh and it makes me sad but it also makes me kind of like giggle about it because it kind of sucks but at the same time you're like he's like Oh no! Like you just see some poor little Japanese man going, hmm, and like pressing his fingers together and giving that face of like 
severe disappointment, but also doesn't want to, like, disapprove too hard to make people sad. Yeah. Um, Oshima thanks fans for sharing their opinions about Sonic and that his ideal Sonic is that one that everyone loves. Um, Naka shared Fowler's announcement about the design change while also thanking fans for sharing her opinion, their opinions. Ugh. He had previously expressed some remorse for Sonic's design in the film due to Marza Animation Planet's involvement in the film. Oh, okay. Marza, a wholly owned Sega Sammy Holdings subsidiary, previously produced the Captain Harlock CG animated film. And the studio was founded by Naka as a Sega Visual Entertainment before changing its name to Mars Animation Planet in 2010. Um, Oshima and Naka are both grateful that they're going back to the drawing board, including the animators, and but they are concerned that it will go it will go to create a poor working situation because Paramount still hasn't changed the release date, uh, despite the promised rework of the lead character. Um, well, I, I, I will say this. Now, this was something that was discussed, I've heard several times, where some are saying it's not going to take long for them to do. I'm also hearing it's going to take a lot longer. It could be a little bit of column A and column B. Right now, now I'm, I, I'm no animator, but I do renders of some, of, and some stuff. I ain't no expert. Never said I, I am. Now, what they're going to have to do is just see how it all came through. First things first, they got to redesign how Sonic is going to look. And hope. And what they might do is take the existing design and just punch in updated like specs and have it just redo itself and play it out from there. And that's yeah, either going to be a great coping. thing. It's, yeah, it's either going to be a great thing or a bad thing. To me, it's going to be a lot more work, but I feel like that's because I know a lot of animators who work in the industry, especially yep. people who work with CG or mm-hmm. real, like the the real look stuff, um, especially with the developments that have come um, along with the, the just that computer they created for Merida's hair at Disney. Like, that's the kind of rendering and stuff they're using for this movie to make the characters look real look and feel kind of real and that Mm -hmm. takes a heckin' lot there's a huge learning curve with that that set of software there's a huge like load of work to do with that Mm -hmm. i feel like even if they tweak one little thing it's gonna be a a heckin' ton of work so i you know i wish you the best animators godspeed or or sonic speed to you (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, now dr t says in our chat at live um at twitch tv slash anime jam session goes as far as the games go, why don't they just hand over the, the Sonic Mania guys? I have no Switch, and that was way more of a sequel than Sonic 4 was. They, he, he, here's something. When it comes to fan projects, they will never hand it over for follow-ups. That's far and few. That was a single shot. Yes, that single shot, Sonic Mania, really did something great to the Sonic games and the franchise. But that is Sega's property. For the fact alone that that game did so well, it was basically an insult to the current Sonic team, which is why they're like, we're not going to let that out again. I mean, like, look at... uh, People complain about Metroid Other M. I didn't play because I didn't have a Wii or Wii U or whatever, you know. I I liked what I saw. But that was a pretty bad game, and... and, uh, Nintendo's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah it no. was. Same thing with the CDI, Mario, and Link games. Nintendo's like, yeah, no. But 
I might have to download it. I might have to acquire a copy of this game just to play through and see if it's really as bad as people say it is. Then again, I've played games that people said is bad, and I've actually enjoyed the hell out of it. But you're right. As Dr. C says, those guys knew what they were... Yes, they knew what they were doing. But just because they knew what they were doing, that doesn't mean that the company thinks that they did as well. I mean, look at the people that did... Um, uh, what was that DDR game? In the groove. They knew what they were doing, and look what happened. Just saying. Uh, just saying. All right, Ari, you said you want to take this next story. Uh, eight Sonic cartoon characters better than the movie art. Oh, boy. So, uh, hey, you said you wanted to take it. Yeah, I know, but I just realized I just the, uh, I just realized in the sense of the grenade I'm about to dive on here. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Paramount Pictures is hardly the first American company to adapt Sega's video game star for the screen. Sonic has found itself in American cartoons, anime, video game openings, animes over his 30-year career. And let's, you know, let's come with us on this journey, if you will. Sure. Number one is Adventure Son- Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Part Saturday morning cartoon, part PSA, part mushroom-induced fever dream. The fact that the shows, um, this, the shows that they're supposed to, that they're, uh, one of them is smoking weed, you know? I'm just saying. Yeah, one of the PSAs about not smoking. It has uh, Grounder getting tails to light up. But it looks like Grounder is smoking a joint instead of an actual cigarette. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. And, you know, no no overall plot arc. Everyone's, they're all self-contained. And the Sonic Says segments were the best slash worst part. <laughs> oh, the memes on that. There is one about child molestation that no one is ever going to unsee. Hmm. And then there came Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning version. That which was is more... fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. More based on the cartoons, you know. It's more from the comics. It's primary focus bashing poor animal people's alternate dimensions are turning into robots. The final season ended with a set for them. For a uh, sequel or, you know, continuation of the old arc with a new villain, but it never surfaced. Mm. Now, I, now, before we continue, now, the person who wrote this article forgets to mention that it was also known as Saturday Morning Sonic. And that was on ABC. And I remember that was at 8 or 8.30 a.m. because I was up watching that. Hell yeah, me mm-hmm. too. When you say Sonic cartoon, you usually say Sonic... Sat AM. Yep, Sat AM Sonic, yep. And uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie OAV, which is uh, Sonic going out to save the president's daughter who has a cat tail because reasons. I did not watch that one, but the the song from OVA's Look Alike was pretty good. And apparently she also flirts with Sonic in an attempt to to get him to save her. And you thought Sonic 06 was bad. Mm. Then the, the opening for Sonic CD, which is fucking awesome. Love the song Sonic Boom. They got playing on it. Yep. Which was for the US. In Japan, it was uh, Super Sonic or something like that. The song, it, it, basically, there were two different soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Then there's Sonic X, the full the full on Sonic anime with uh, yep. the original characters and a whole new. Original 
and, and uh, you know a bunch of new characters as well. It doesn't take place on Mobius. It's and they're on the human world instead. Mm-hmm. You know, same beats of the game sort of thing. And it was localized by four kids and panned for its changes, which is what four kids did. Sonic Underground, which was next, which is oh, that was awful. Sonic in a rock band. That was awful. And he has a brother and sister named one named Sonia and the other one's named Manic. I'm going to assume that Manic is the drummer because he has a hair like a, a fountain of like needles you know, sticking off the top of his head. Because all the drummers have to be like, um, uh, Keith, like an animal, you know? Mm. Or if it was a Keith Moon. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking about. And, and all the instruments doubled as laser, laser guns. Everyone gets a laser gun. Uh, let's see. Sonic Night of the Werehog, which is a 3D anime short turn Sonic and new character from Sonic Unleashed called Chip. And it's pretty much a tie-in for Sonic Unleashed, the video game. Never really played it, so never seen that either, so I can't really relate. And then we have Sonic Boom. Which wasn't so, so bad, but the games tied to it were really, really bad. The Sonic Boom cartoon is what happens when Deadpool gets to make a Sonic cartoon. Because there is about as much regard given to the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And it... It somehow made Dr. Robotnik even more cartoony. And there's even a part where uh, Sonic breaks character and talks with his uh, normal voice actor talking. Well, for the record, Cartoon Network did throw money to have this done, so. Yeah, also also the uh, series is sarcastic as fuck all, so Hmm. that's one of its big appeals. So you're saying I should actually watch it? Oh, yeah, you and Mako would love it. Oh, Lord. Do, do I need alcohol? I mean, al- so would I, too, from what I've seen. Do I need alcohol? It, well, to, to enhance the viewing experience, yes, but you're not okay. going to, you're not going to look at once on the screen and be like, do, 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 like, take a shot every time you see something that makes you want to gouge your eyes out. No, not that kind of drinking. Fair enough. Because one of my favorite clips is, Dr. Robotnik getting uh, like getting badmouthed on TV, and he's like, oh, God damn it! now I have to retaliate. He's like, <laughs> oh, there goes my evening. Now I have to put pants on. Well, speaking of pants and alcohol, uh, we had a massive... What the hell kind of a segue is that? Something I used that you started. A very oh. rough one. Yes. We have a mangaka drink and draw, which is pretty oh. cool. Basically, the creators of One Piece, Naruto, and My Hero Academia got together and did some amazing artwork to celebrate the start of Japan's new Reiwa era. So they ended up, what they ended up doing was they decided to sketch some of Shonen Jump's most popular characters and give the drawings to um, to to Inaki's son as a present, and Inaki as in Richiro Inaki, the creator of the manga I Shield 21 and Dr. Stone. And it's because he is happy that his eight-year-old son is is um getting into the manga, is getting into the manga series. So I think that's really awesome. Now, it wasn't just them that jumped in on this. 
Uh, you had a Chido. Oh, no, I already mentioned that. Um, you had Yusei Matsui, who, who created Assassination uh, Classroom. Shinya Suzuki, Mr. Full Swing, and Nobuhiro Watsuki uh, created a Roroni Kenshin. You know what would have been awesome if they were able to get um, a bit of Akira Toriyama up in there? You know, that would have been pretty boss. Imagine Goku having to babysit the likes of Naruto, Luffy, and uh, and Deku drinking, like, drinking and running around like maniacs. I, this, this reminds me of like the things that my art friends would do when we would get together and just like have a piece of cardboard to draw on. They just like you'd have random pieces of art, and it's <laughs> awesome. No, I love it. It's just it's it's definitely like if uh, I posted the article in the chat for those who want to like read along. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And uh, I like the little, they're all little, like, pictures. They're, they're basically just busts or, like, profiles of the, the main characters of a lot of the series. And so it's it's really, really neat to see the variation in art that we've gone through. And then also the fact that, like, um, the artists just love what they do so much that they're out drinking and drawing anime in random places. So... It makes it it warms my heart because it means that they're still like loving what they're doing, even though it's a it's a heckin' lot of work being an animator in Japan, being a mangaka in Japan, and I'm glad they still socialize. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say something else in regards to this, but the thought passed. Oh well. But um, now that we got all of that out of the way, and we've definitely made up for lost time. It's time for strange news from Japan. Not taking the first one. <laughs> no, it goes. Uh, I'm at the third one, please. I'll take the second one then. Are they all really that? Never mind. They're all really that bad, Runma. <laughs> and Michael Cha sits here and says that she doesn't do this on purpose. That bitch. Like she's lying. Like, yeah, she is lying to us. She's like Gendo, just sitting in the darkness, plotting and pressing her fingers together, going, Yes, yes, Ari, Ranma, and Ichigo, get in the robot. Mm. Like. Seriously, so, so skimming through the first arc, I'm like, Nope! Oh, oh, God. This chair had an ejector seat. I'd be <laughs> hitting it right now. <laughs> All right. So, have fun. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm not the one who picked this article out. I mean, Nako is. At least the, off. the first one seems... Oh, God. Is it wholesome? Or is it, like... I, I'm scared. I, I, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> the premise sounds wholesome, and then it takes a hard left turn into Yanderiville. Oh. Hold on. You know what, Ranma? I can take the first no, one if you... No, 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 no. I'm going to take it. But I'm going <laughs> to need something. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, definitely in the chat, uh, uh, vote what you think uh, uh, from articles that we have covered on this show that Mako has uh, tried to uh, torture us with what you think the first article will be about. And I'm going to give you an A, a B, a C. Is it... Drunk man bites off friend's finger on subway. Here we go. Train station used disturbing chimes to announce the train is boarding. Or 
A little sister love letter gotcha. I'm Vote going to take in- I'm going to take the story, but I needed something. And no, Theo, it's not a bottle of wild turkey. It's something else. Wild turkey ain't strong enough. And I'm not dressed as Zex Marquise. Okay. It's something uh, a, a different, and I'm not really saying because we're live on Twitch, and I don't need us getting zapped, okay? Just understand, it's a clear liquid. Salud. It's, it's agua to some people. Um, agua. Agua. <laughs> no, it's not Hennessy. Hennessy is brown looking. All right. Most capsule toy vending machines in Japan dispense cute little trinkets. Like kitty figurines or Pokemon little gashapons and so forth. Now, there is that one with every turn of these gacha balls inside is a letter from ex- from an extremely devoted little sister and i have this odd feeling we actually talked about something like this before yeah we have we've talked about letter um letter gacha upon before yes. so, i don't think they've been this bad so there is a place in japan called capsule capsule house it's basically a store full of capsule toy machines and osu the Otaku district of Nagoya. One of these uh, capsule toy machines has letters from Little Sister. These letters are handwritten on folded linen paper. And one of these letters is addressed to Onichan, which stands for Big Brother, from his little sister Hina. And it goes like this. To Oni-chan, who I love so much. Oni-chan, I've been thinking. Maybe it's time for us to start over with our relationship. I will always love you, as I should. But we can't spend our adult lo- to get lives together forever like this. Even my friend Manami told me we can't hide this forever. You might say that doesn't matter. But we can't have a proper marriage. And people will think we're strange. I've always loved you since we were little kids. And I still do. But... Even if we love each other, the relationship we should have is one where we like each other. Yes, that's how things should be. My feelings of love for you will never change, but let's find people that we can have a relationship of love with, not just like. I'm rooting for you. So as of today, it's over, right? I'll always love you. If that's not creepy as fuck. It gets worse. I know. That's one of them. Here's another letter from little sister Hotaru. Hello, this is Onichan's little sister Hotaru. We met the other day. There's something I wanted to tell you, but I can't when you're always with my brother. So I wrote this letter and said, I'll get straight to the point. Can you back off? You and my brother aren't a couple. So don't you think it's annoying how you're always trying to act all flirty and clinging to him? It's a huge nuisance to me. To be honest, my brother doesn't care about you at all. He won't fall in love with any girl other than me. Can you please put that in your head? And stop sending him text messages online every night. It's so annoying. You probably saw that I have a brother complex. You probably say I have a brother complex. But the bond between Onichan and me isn't anything so shallow as that. And don't tell my brother about this letter. Talk about a yandere complex. Wow. I kind of want to read the last letter. (laughs) 
please. Please do. <laughs> okay, if you didn't think it could get any worse than that, because we know that Onichan is honorific in some aspects, um, you know, there's so much linguistic static that you don't almost notice when she slips kill into the message. Um, apparently this one is written more like a song or a sonnet. Can you see my facial expressions? <laughs> That's why I offered to take this one off your hands. Thank you. <laughs> Oni-chan, 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 Oni-chan. Only look at me, only look at me, only look at me, only look at me. Oni-chan, 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 Oni-chan. Don't spend time with other girls. Don't spend time with other girls. Oni-chan, Oni-chan, Oni-chan. You belong to me. You belong to me. <laughs> Oni-chan, Oni-chan, Oni-chan. Who was that girl I saw you with? Who was that girl I saw you with? Who was that girl I saw you with? Oni-chan, Oni-chan, kill. Oni-chan, Oni-chan. What did the two of you do together? What did the two of you do together? What did the two of you do together? I won't forgive you. I won't forgive you. I won't forgive you, I won't forgive you. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I just also want to say, the fact that this article is on the rundown, and the same time, Hentai Haven is back up online, is sheer fucking irony! I mean, there's always a finish for everybody. I know! Each letter sells for about 200 yen, which is roughly $1.80 in US dollars. And since they're handwritten, odds are now that there are no two actual letters alike, making them unique collector's items. Unique is a very uh, good word. I just want to know how much do they pay the, girl, the people to write this because I'm going to tell you this shit right now. I seriously doubt it's all women that are writing these fucking letters. I mean... All fuckers need to be getting hazard pay for this shit. <laughs> if nothing else, they probably do them by the batch. It's like it's like jobs where you write up a bunch of stuff mm. and then like send it in. So it's probably by the batch. But mm. yeah. Or if you prefer love letters not by a blood relative... They also have machines selling the... Ah, we talked about these ones back in the day. We talked about the schoolgirl love letters. That's what it was, yes. Yeah. But yeah. So if you're into Yandere sisters, that's, uh... I guess that's where you want to go. If not, then, well, enjoy reading this and understand that it'll be the last thing you hear before you die. Yeah. Um, As you posted in chat. <laughs> I hope someone did capture me having my moment of brokenness. Completely I, break I, it down. I hope somebody did. Well, you did, silly. No, someone, like, took a screen clip, clip of that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hope somebody did. Alright. Alright, I'll, uh, take the next one. Please. We're gonna need this palate cleanser, that's for damn sure. That reminds me, I think I need a palate cleanser myself. Let's see. Train station in Osaka plays most disturbing sound in human history to announce arrivals. What? Did they dub Jersey Shore into Japanese? 
Really? Nothing to that? No, no. It was translated to Staten Island E's first, then Long Island E's, and then back to Japanese. So it's a completely unintelligible mess in three different languages. Yeah, it's like when you buy uh, DVD bootlegs that were in Japanese, then translated to Chinese, then translated to English. Right, right, right. I got you. Yes. Osaka's been known to embrace some rather unorthodox sights and sounds relative to the rest of the country. Or it's leopard-spotted elderly lady rappers or beer gardens fused with daycare centers. And there are links to both of them. And I really want to just go, wait, what? And click on both of them. The city likes to test the limits of taste. However, in the bustling hub of JR Tenoji Station, one platform may have gone one step too far beyond the very opening minds of Osaka residents with some unusual music choices. And there's a little Twitter embed of the song in question. The tweet got a lot of attention from people who love and or are creeped up by the unusual notification chime. Very avant-garde. Even after the screens go dark, that sound continued to echo through the speakers forever. <laughs> That's how we know we won't be in hell. I've heard this all my life, so I didn't find it disturbing. Kind of motivates me to get up on board and get out of there. Imagine having to listen to that on Monday morning. <laughs> Shinzo Abe's entrance music. <laughs> to be honest, a lot of the train stations in Japan do have chimes to, uh, at least in the smaller train stations. In the bigger train stations, they don't have chimes because they, they literally just have like lights like we do uh, in DC area. But yeah, they have chimes that will sing to you when trains are arriving or when trains are just coming through. Um, the chimes, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty crazy. Also, if this was actually Shinjo, Shinzo Ajbe's entrance music, he wouldn't be walking down the aisle. He'd be descended from upon high as it plays. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Sometimes Station will play famous songs such as music from Final Fantasy or Star Wars. <clears throat> and originally thought it was a possible deep cut by New Wave virtuoso Ryuichi Sakamoto, and to find out, they tried to shazam it. And they said it was Sonata Number no. 8 in E minor, Introduction in Passacaglia, by German composer Josef Reinberger. It certainly has the same feeling to it, but they're sure it's not the same song. <clears throat> also, while a train station been known to use famous songs for announcement chimes, they're usually for a limited time. According to comments, the sound is always there. The prevailing theory is that either two separate chimes from different platforms overlapping, or the same sound echoing off the roof and cash and causing the unusual dissonance. Either of those explanations seem to make sense, since you can vaguely make out an ordinary train station chime if you really focus on that cacophony. Still, the uh, most disturbing sound claim is uh, the author isn't really cool with it. It's just a chaotic. It's not that bad a chaotic melody. It needs to find a super, more suitable home than a train station. And there are links to it being the deep fryer alarm at McDonald's or an excellent door chime of the undead lost in store if they were still around. Hmm. So yeah, that took a turn, but not as hard as the turn I thought it was going to take. Or, you know, it's just because, you know, Japanese street demons like trash cans and umbrellas haunting <laughs> the subway. I don't know. And DOX75 says, McDonald's, mm, McRib, thanks, buddy. Thanks for having your priorities straight. Yeah. You have to understand, Theo is a, is a shameless whore for the McRib. <laughs> right. 
We had a weird burger while we were over in Japan, but I'll tell you guys about that later. Um, but you know who didn't have a burger? This guy who had a finger for dinner. Um, it ain't chicken fingers. It ain't chicken fingers or lady fingers. It's a friend finger. Um, and if your friend decides to give you the finger after this, you'll understand why. Hey-yo! Drunk Kenogawa Senior arrested for biting fingers off friend's hand. Plural. What are friends for? Apparently looking like a snack! The grizzly teen broke out in Yos Yokosuka, Kanagawa last Thursday as self-proclaimed part-time worker Kazuhisa Aoki was walking along the street at about 8.10pm in a drunken state. There, the 73-year-old Aoki came across 75-year-old drinking buddy and stopped to talk. However, Aoki quickly became agitated and things escalated to quickly to the point of zombieism no i'm kidding uh to the point that aoki bit down on his friend's hand and gnawed off both pinky and ring fingers oh. one witness told abema news the victim was bleeding from the nose but maybe all that blood came from there the fingers the real shining light in this gruesome story is the residents who acted amazingly quick and responsibly after hearing the commotion in the street some people called police while a nearby restaurant uh, worker came out with some ice to hold the severed finger until medical help arrived. Um, I'm gonna post the article for you guys. Um, yeah, that's uh, as of the initial reports, the drinking buddy was still undergoing surgery to have his digits reattached. Well, Aoki was taken into police custody where he is said to have admitted to the crime, saying, I bit off the fingers. However, he added that because he was drunk, his memory was hazy, and he couldn't remember why he did it. Lord. Both Aoki's motive and seemingly superhuman teeth were the cause of much speculation online. Wait, he bit the fingers off? Did he become a titan? <laughs> At 73, those are some amazingly good teeth. Either the one guy has really strong teeth, or the other guy has really weak fingers. Is he some kind of zombie? Called it! Um, maybe he's got some dentures equipped with blades. Sounds like the start of a Jinjo Ido novel. Um, a lot of people also make a very clear observation about this story in Japanese media. media. Mm. Suspects and victims are often described either as unemployed, a company worker, a public worker, or a part-time worker. In this case, the Japanese word for part-time work is arubaito, based on the German word arbeit. However, to Japanese ears, arubaito sounds exact, exactly similar to the phrase I'll bite, obviously. Oh, the irony. Puns aside, though, the real question is how freakishly, freakishly strong this guy's teeth were. And I'm about half his age and pretty sure I could not bite off somebody's finger. Not just because it would involve a nasty act of putting another pe person's finger in my mouth. I mean, even if I were forced into a situation after ten minutes of fruitless gnawing without breaking the skin, I'd have to turn to the saw puppet and say, Excuse me, sir? I don't think you thought out this game very well. To learn more, the uh, journalist also asked an acquaintance who is a Japanese man in his 70s, and he told me his teeth would be way too weak to pull something like that off. But he knew other Japanese seniors who are extremely healthy and have really healthy teeth and don't even bother going to the dentist. He said it might have to do with growing up after World War II. Um, 
During those impoverished times, children had hardly anything in the way of junk food to weaken their teeth and gums, so perhaps a few of them carried on for their entire lives never developing a taste for sweets and had the benefit of strong and healthy pearly whites well into old age. The other question is, how two friends can move on from these kind of awkward biting ordeals? Will they continue to be buddies and laugh about this when all wounds have healed? Or is this one of those cases where leaving a town that will remember you as a crazy guy who bit off someone's fingers is the only real option? My, my husband is hovering over me making bitey faces because that's, that's, our, that's our sense of humor. Um... He's probably wondering what the fuck he just walked in on too. Oh no, I've been in the I've been I've been in the kitchen the whole time telling his stories of said the stories of your um but yeah, no, he he knows. He knows what goes on in Japan. Yeah. I have to restock after that story. <laughs> I I do not blame you, sir. You, you know we've had a banner day with the Meanwhile in Japan section when the article about one dude biting off another dude's fingers is not the creepiest article we've it's had. It's pretty tame. It's pretty tame. It's not as tame as your train song singing mm. the song of the people. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's a pretty tame one versus, like, guys living above toilets and shit. I meant of the three we had today. <sighs> yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm murdered. I'm dead. I am no longer alive. That was great. <laughs> the last sound you hear. <laughs> I didn't. I like when I was saying that. It sounded to me. It, it reminds me of this song that's like from from Trigun, where it's like total slaughter, total slaughter, where he's like you know singing that one. But yeah, that's at least like, that one's funny. Yeah. This one's more like. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Like, that's <laughs> pleasant. Yeah, just want to dream about that. Mm -hmm. It's like that one, um, you know, the overly attached girlfriend shit. Well, uh, to me, it's not overly attached girlfriend so much. But the overly attached girlfriend is half your age. Turned mm. to 20,000. I like that game. It's a fun game. Can we wrap it up? <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. If you like the show, tell a friend. In turn, we'll tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, and Mako-chan has broke every single one of us, including me, for the umpteenth time this year. So... If you have any questions, ideas, suggestions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we have links to our podcast, anime reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, um, co convention reports, photos, videos, so much for more. And that's all at AnimeJamSession.com. And my review of Castlefort will be going up sometime this week. Look for it. Don't forget, you can find our podcast on various sites. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, Podcast Addicts, 
any program that you use for podcasts to find the podcast, you'll find us there. And leave us a review. We want to know what you think of the show. If you don't have time to email us, we'll greatly appreciate it of that. And don't forget, you can find us on social media. YouTube.com, Twitter.com, and Facebook.com. All at Anime Jam Session. And I just have to say to everybody who supports us on those platforms, thank you so much. We could not do the show without you. And Theo, thank you for the compliment. We appreciate that. Let's see. Now we'll go around the room. Last words. Ichigo. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go back to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can do that. Last words. Ari. Well, I'm going to go have a couple drinks and then uh, try not to have any nightmares tonight. My last words is I'm going to probably play some Yakuza before going to bed after I do all these edits. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and I might have to throttle Mako-chan for this. So, <laughs> I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Sayonara, guys. Sweet dreams. If that shit wasn't creepy enough as it was. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, my S- Say goodnight, Ichigo. Goodnight, Ichigo. Ichigo, put, yeah. put the butcher knife down, please. <laughs> Good night, bro. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!